0: So, welcome to Education, Episode 2. I'm your host, Ben Finkelman, and today we're talking about blood libels. So, the term blood libel is actually referring to century-old false allegations that Jews murder Christian children for their blood, for weird Jewish rituals. The most common one is that we use it for our matzah, for Passover, for Pesach, And we use it to put it in the matzah. And before we continue, I just want to let you know two things why that doesn't make any sense. Number one, we are not allowed to have blood. It says clearly in our law, you're not allowed to have blood. And if you do, you'll get lashes. So that's number one. Number two is, even if we were to have blood, why would we use non-Jewish blood? We'd use our own blood if, like... Think about it, you know. Why are you you going using some random non-Jew's blood? If we have our own laws, our own thing, we'd use our own blood. But that's for the matzah situation. There's, of course, a whole bunch of other reasons that are totally false, you know, like ridiculing JC and just weird stuff. So the first recorded blood libel in history was about in the 12th century in Norwich, England. And basically there's this kid named William, and he was found dead in the woods outside of town. And a monk by the name of Thomas of Monmouth, he accused the local Jews of murdering him and torturing him to mock the crucifixion of J.C. Many of the townspeople, you know, they obviously didn't believe this claim because, you know, they're normal. But there, were, there was a cult that had already begun to spring forth from this William, and it again year after year these theories kept on cycling and. There were myths of, you know, rabbis from all around the world congregating and deciding which Christian boy to kill and murder next. And it was, you know, it just kept on recycling and kept on creeping up. So when when a Christian child went missing, it wasn't uncommon for them to blame a Jew for murdering him. And even when there was no evidence that any Jew had anything to do with the missing child, Jews were tortured until they confessed to something they didn't do. Some Christians believe that the four cups of wine the Jews drink at Passover Seder celebrations were actually blood. Or that the Jews mixed blood into hamantaschen, these sweet pastries that we eat on the Purim. And some claim that Jews used Christian blood as a medicine. Scholars have documented about 100 blood libels that took place from the 12th to 16th century. Many of them resulted in the massacres of Jews. So, to put it all together, it all started with this William kid, then this monk, and... It just and they just made a whole big movement of blood libels against the Jews, and every time a Christian child went missing, you just blame it on the Jews. And there were at least a hundred massacres of Jews because of these blood libels from the 12th to 16th century, according to rabbis. That's at least, if not more. So let's take a step forward to 1840. So there were some Jews in Damascus who were charged with the kidnapping and the murder of a priest who was mi- who went missing a few days earlier. And several Jewish people were tortured until the, its extraction of confessions. And this led to mobs, uh, burnings of synagogues and Torah scrolls, just crazy stuff, massacres, and Jews were being massacred even from the Muslim world, at, which they heard about this libel, and you know, they heard it from these Christians. Um, Blood libels continued even into the 20th century. So by 1913, there's a Ukrainian Jew by the name of Menachem Mendel Baylis. He was charged with ritually murdering a Christian child whose body was discovered near a local brick factory in Kiev. So during the trial, numerous respected Russian intellectuals and scholars, they testified that the Jews attacked these Christians and used their blood in, you know, as we explained before, these matzahs and wine and their medicines and all these weird... Theories that we mentioned before. Of course, ultimately he was acquitted, but not before these horrible, bad claims of weird anti-Semitic stuff got into, you know, broadcasting, and it basically it ruined it anyway. So it doesn't really matter that he was acquitted. the da- The damage was done. Now let's go even further. In New York, in 1928, a girl went, a four-year-old girl went missing, and The rumor spread that the local Jews were involved and they kidnapped her and killed her. That's what the rumor was. And crowds gathered outside the police station where the town's rabbi was summoned. And the state trooper, he questioned the rabbi and, you know, he asked him whether the Jews used blood and, and stuff like that. He obviously denied all this. And the girl was eventually found alive and well. So there you go. So, that was in 1928. Now, what if I told you that there are blood libels happening right now in 2021, where we're supposed to be a civilized society and all that. We're being told that Israelis are killing Palestinian children. Let's dive into that for a second, shall we? So, for example, Palestinians are shooting rockets at us, right? We retaliate like any other normal country would do. We retaliate. But here's the difference. They send it anywhere. Luckily, we have the Iron Dome. Which protects us very good. It's ninety percent accurate. Now, they don't—they don't care who they hit. They just want to hit us. We, on the other hand, we do care. So, we, for example, there's a a building. We shake it up with the, you know some bombs. It doesn't explode. Doesn't happen, nothing happens. We just shake it up. It gets everyone warned. Then it gets them out. And then they shoot. Now let me tell you something else. On video, there's Israelis calling the manager of a building. Of a building which is right then and there with people, with civilians, men, women, and children, inside the building. And they're telling him, you know, evacuate the people. We're not trying to get them. We're just trying to destroy the building. We just want to retaliate. Get the people out. And he answers them that we don't care. We don't care about our civilians. We just, we're doing this for the name of Allah and all this, you know, all this nonsense. And we don't care. We... They're doing it, they're going to go to you know heaven and all that, we're, we're sacrificing them, we don't care about them. That's what he said. The mistake that they made a couple hundred years ago was that they didn't look at both sides and they just believed what they heard. And that ended up in the massacre of tons of Jews. And these days, there's anti-Semites, because of this, because of this, there were tons of anti-Semitic attacks in America, not even in Israel, in America. Right here, in New York, in Manhattan, people are not feeling safe because just because of their yarmulke. You ask any anti-Semite, why is he anti-Semite? He'll tell you, oh, they're killing Palestinian children. Are we, though? Are we really killing Palestinian children, or is it them? How about you look at that? You can't just go straight into conclusions. It's not how it works. And that's just what I have to say. This is Education. I'm Zwingelman. Mashiach Now.